Hey everybody, it's Dr. Dana Martin, your host here on the Sit the Mini Podcast. Welcome, Happy New Year. We have our crew for the last two weeks and now the third straight. This is awesome. Um, Cam and Debbie and Darth Zane, aka David, for hey, how are y'all? How was your holiday? Let's let's just get all this out of the way right now. Cam, how was your holiday? It was solid. A lot of golf was played. A lot of dominoes were played, and visited family all week, so it was pretty good. Golf. It was a little beautiful. I mean, depending on where you were around here in Texas, though, it was nice in some places. It was a little chilly, but it was still fun. Nice. No, no, David. No, anything below fifty is too cold. <laughs> and it, it was like that all week. No, no. It was crisp though, man. It was crisp. I don't care. It's too cold. Debbie, how was your holiday? It was kind of gloomy and in the thirties, but yeah. still, <laughs> still jacket weather. Depending on if the sun was out. Now today it was cold because it was gloomy and, um. Yeah, the gloominess just did not help. And even sitting in my car when I was eating lunch, it was just like, oh, my God. Are you back at work now? Today was my first day. Oh. I did not sleep well last night. So I'm probably running on two hours of sleep because mm. I think my anxiety about going back to work got to me last mm. night. I, I was out in the garage and my son came out. And he goes, can't sleep. No. <laughs> Wait, you're not in the garage with the car running, though. You're no, no. Oh. I was. <laughs> I don't yeah, know. How... I what is your job? And are you? Do we need? There, there was smoke involved. Not that kind. Not that kind of smoke. I was smoking a cigarette and watching tickety tocks. Uh, nice, <laughs> David. How was your holiday, man? It was good. It was good. Went to the in-laws. Just did the whole typical. Stay up till midnight, watch the ball drop, watch the festivities for a few minutes afterwards, and then go home and crash. Heck it yeah. was, I mean, it was the first, it, you know what? This was the first New Year's, and I can't even tell you how long that I have not had an adult beverage. What? Yeah. Brave. Well, my, my, my wife was working that night, and see, since we were up at the in-laws, I had to drive the boys home, so... Yeah. I'm not I'm not one to partake and then try and drive, so especially with the kids involved. So Yeah, those are the I, two I, reasons I, I don't go out. Or three. I'm old. Um is the first reason. <laughs> two, like I don't trust anyone out there to drive not like responsibly. Like I can't trust that everyone's going to. And then I want to drink, so I'll just stay at home. There you go. <laughs> Oh, you can now that kids got it easy today. Now just get you an Uber. Oh, I just, know. Call Except me an Uber. For, like those Ubers are usually like a hundred dollars on New Year's. Like, oh. I can't afford that. I'd walk. Mm -hmm. My uh, my New Year's was pretty pretty chill, man. We just sat around, watched a movie, whatever. Uh, of course, here in uh, eleven o'clock is East Coast midnight, right uh, where I'm at, and. We watch the ball drop, you know, and, and Dick Clark's thing. And oh, and she wife gives me a kiss and she goes. And I said, yeah, awesome. You're going to now. And then I get one, you know, at midnight. This, no, I'm going to bed. That was your one. I was like, man, my wife, she's. Well, that 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 deals with that whole I'm old thing. I, that's <laughs> why I don't go out because I'm old. 
eh, it's midnight somewhere. I can go to bed now. Yeah, man. It was like two what till. Do when you're my age. Holy crap. Man, it was two till, and I texted my kids and family then, so that by the time they replied, I was already done brushing my teeth and ready for bed. So. <laughs> yeah, I think my daughter texted me about twenty minutes till. She goes, I didn't know if you'd still be up. But, you know, <laughs> I was so, I was so expecting Debbie to send out messages to everybody. Greetings from the future. <laughs> <laughs> No, I was uh, I was watching the uh, new uh, Hunger Games movie. It was available on Vudu, so I was I was watching that, and then I texted my oldest son just real quick before midnight. I was like, "Well, I don't know what you're doing, but Happy New Year!" You know, he was at a party, but he did text me back, and and my youngest one lives with me, so but you he know, knew where he was. Yeah, somebody in the neighborhood, I swear to God, we kind of live out in the country, but in a housing addition. And I swear to God, somebody owns a cannon out here. <laughs> yeah, it, made the, it made the windows rattle. I mean, the whole house shook. I was like, holy crap. Scared okay, the crap out of that. me. And I had my TV loud because <laughs> I don't want to hear anything. But yeah, that scared the crap out of me. So. I do miss being irresponsible with combustibles. That that's always fun. Now we we way. we did do that. Now every year in the past we've done uh uh we've had we've like 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 good good fireworks. We'll buy the the mortars with the tube and everything. Oh yeah. And then, I mean like like show show grade, but they upset the dogs last year, so we yeah. had to ixnate put the kibosh on that. Although there was one funny story that that happened out of that, and this was a long, long time ago. My in-laws lived in Tyler. We lit the fuse on one of those mortars, and it it dudded out. It didn't do anything. It's like, well, crap. And so my father says, <laughs> here, I'll take care of it. He had a bonfire going. I'll get it. And he threw it in the middle of this bonfire. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was great. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, man. Now, now, we had been partaking in adult beverages at that point. And that's that's one of those. Yeah, it doesn't mix. Here's hold my beer. Yeah. <laughs> Aren't you Man. too young to drink? I thought so. Oh, hey, uh, Andrew. Yeah. 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 Isn't well, he in high school? Well, well, of course. Then he stayed sober. <laughs> good. Good for him. Good for you, Andrew. Good. Good on you. So did I. So did I. I did too. Well, I don't, I don't know what's happened, but uh, back to this old thing. You know, I, w I woke up this morning and I got out of bed. I was like, God, my like where my shoulder meets my spine. I'm like, I guess I just slept wrong. But no, it just steadily got worse. Like, what happened? What did I do? Did I, you know, lift like a pound of potatoes or something and hurt myself? No, I caught like allergies yesterday, bad, and was sneezing and sneezing and sneezing. Mm. And now it's like, oh, okay. And when I sneeze, I feel that's that's that old thing i think again yeah the older you get i mean if you sneeze you cough you twist the wrong way slightly i i had to go to a chiropractor uh, earlier last year because i had just barely twisted and yeah i could barely move after that for like four days and I was doing everything I could possibly think of to take care of it. I, Nothing worked. And I had to go to a chiropractor. 
he gave me some exercises to do and i was like great now i know what to do if i ever land, land i don't i don't want to i don't want to sit here and tell you that i make weekly visits to the chiropractor <laughs> oh man no i didn't want to go but i was just it was bad i mean Chan's like, I don't know if, if I got to look forward to this the rest of my life. <laughs> you guys are Debbie Downers, man. Getting old sounds so much fun. <laughs> okay, so so Cam, a lot of mine I can attribute to life in the service. You know, I, I've just got, okay. I, I've just, I, I've got an old man's back just from hauling things. So the VA's paying for it. Let them pay for it. Yeah, I'm just old. Thank you for your service. Your tax dollars at work. <laughs> well worth it that's right in that case yes well worth it all right folks uh thanks for giving us a little recap of what you guys are doing because you know it's important that our, those handful of fans that we create nice rapport with them and you guys keep joining and it's awesome thank you so much so we're gonna talk about vader one last time well we'll talk about vader always but a show dedicated to him, episode three, and tonight, our title, uh, Vader Reimagined, uh, the future in a galaxy far, far away. Why did I title it that? Because I think what we always assumed would happen with Vader, kind of, at least myself, is not what's happening with Vader. Like, they've, they've really uh, leaned into this Anakin force ghost thing. Um, which I don't know quite how I feel about it. So I, I, I'll let you guys start that off. Oh, we got head shakes already. So we'll start like. with um, at the end of Return of the Jedi, which is where we left off um, in the last show. Um, where must the be in the minority. <laughs> where the Force goes of Anakin appears, but it's no longer Sebastian Stan. It, or Sebastian. Yes, Debbie would like that too. I did. You did that last week. I Oh my gosh. Anyways, it's that no longer I'm old lucky. Darth Vader. It's it's uh, uh Hayden's oh. fate or Hayden now. Yeah. And, Sebastian uh, Shaw, it's Hayden. Oh so, yeah. Let's start right there. Um apparently there was an and I couldn't locate the article quick enough, um, but there is is a piece somewhere where Lucas explained why he did that. If you guys know, one of you know, please let me like let's talk about that too. So what are your thoughts? And if you know about the Lucas piece, what did he say? Cam, you you can lead us off, man, because you got your head about to fall off your shoulders. I like. I feel like he wanted to tie it into the prequels. I feel like might have been a reason doing it. Um, have some connectivity. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of things where I've appreciated him meddling with the original. Some minor tweaks. I don't like Vader screaming no when he's throwing the Emperor down into the Death Star. That's probably my least favorite edit he's ever done. But, I mean, I don't really have a big gripe. I mean, with the Hayden appearing at End of Return of the Jedi, I have my gripes extend into the Ahsoka series and the, mm. later, the later shows that oh, I've only seen once. Mm. So. Debbie? Well, I mean, yeah, the the connection to the prequels and also i believe lucas said something about well that is what he says he says it would help connect help to connect the prequels and originals bringing it full circle uh his inner person would go back to where we left off hmm. 
And my my and I think I said this last week is my thought is that is the last time he was truly, hmm. truly a Jedi and a good Jedi. Whereas he was only a good Jedi for the last two seconds before he died. <laughs> <laughs> two seconds, though. Two seconds. See, that's where I'm at. Like mm. he, but was he holy? I don't know. I mean, he said he. You 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 already have. I gotta save you. You already have. So I don't know. I don't know. David, I didn't like it. I think it was besides the fact that it was a a disservice to Sebastian Shaw. Oh, thank you, Shaw. <laughs> um, I, I I don't know. He was he was he was asked at the last minute. Oh, who Lucas was? No, Shaw was. Oh, he he was basically asked at the last minute to stand in and be the Anakin. Older Jedi. Yeah, the older Anakin. So it's well, like I, I look at it too and say, okay, well, if you're gonna make, if you're gonna make um, Anakin the younger Anakin, why do we not get a? Why would Obi Wan opt to be an old Obi Wan? Why not? Because opt he to was be, never evil. Why not opt to be you and McGregor Obi Wan? Yes, but <laughs> you're, you're dealing with the Force here. Yeah, he so was like always you change how you present yourself. Is what you're stating exactly. Hmm. No, that's not how the force works. Maybe he liked having legs and arms. <laughs> this is true. I just want to know what when he showed up to the netherworld of the force, what all them little uh, younglings said to him. Still, <sighs> no, I see oh, that. Oh, you're back now, <laughs> Master Jedi or Master Master, Master, Master Skywalker. It's time for payback. And just forget the fact that they actually called him master. Like <laughs> that really hurt him to kill. <laughs> oh my goodness. So, okay. So, so the first kind of thing that happened with Darth Vader uh, from a movie perspective was that from the time that Jedi was released to, to what we have now is that was a huge change. And that was a big uh, change, I think, fundamentally in what we believed um, to your point, Debbie, the last time that he was wholly good or on the light side was back before he, you know, became Lord Vader. Uh, but then to your point, even if it's, you know, you already have saved me, Luke, well, what did that mean then? Was it? So I think we'll, we'll debate that forever and Lucas will never tell us anything, but, uh, but no, I appreciate that. So, when we now have Anakin Force Ghost, and now we have, uh, we'll go with uh, Ahsoka and Darth Vader fighting in the temple with Ezra, all of that. So like, well, but yeah, that happens first, and then Ezra goes back and saves her, right? While she's fighting yeah. Vader. Yeah. yeah. So, so in that first confrontation, the that we know like they both probably died or whatever she died, whatever um, where he's before Ezra saved her in that confrontation. Um, do you feel there was a moment with Darth Vader that he retreated back into himself as 
having a connection with her helped him kind of fall back into an Anakin something. If you recall that scene in Rebels, yeah, right? We're talking about Rebels now, I don't think so. No, I think that was like almost Vader in his prime. I don't. Yeah, that was peak Vader. And and uh, in fact, I, I think I think the uh, the Kenobi series really kind of cemented that too, because you would have thought even with Kenobi, you know, the the relationship that Anakin and Kenobi had uh, before he turned, you would have thought, hey, he, he maybe maybe there's going to be something in Anakin that comes out during Kenobi. But no, he was like, no, Anakin's dead. I am not Anakin anymore. I am Darth Vader, and you didn't kill me. I killed me. Mm-hmm. It, the only quality scene in the show. Yeah. So, yeah, so I, so as far as asking, yes, did was there? Honestly, I don't think there's been any time since he changed to Vader where he kind of slipped back into that Anakin mode. Maybe, maybe, maybe just a little bit at the end or at the end of uh, during Jedi when he's talking to Luke and he's saying, you know, he says something like uh, Obi Wan once thought as you did. Mm-hmm. Maybe just a little bit, but nothing, not enough. You don't know the power of the talk mm-hmm. side. So. Yeah, and we saw him, though, also, uh, we're going to come back to Obi-Wan. Um, we saw him in Rogue, yes, Rogue One. Yes, Rogue One. And I yeah. thought we touched on that before um, because it kind of fell within the timeline. But this is a piece that was created after those original movies. Um, how do you feel? I, I've voiced my opinion already about the quips, but but how do you feel about how he was portrayed in Rogue One? I don't like the way he walks, but I feel like everything else is very Vader-like. I feel like yeah. he walks too much like a normal guy, not mm-hmm. a dude with robotic limbs, but that's probably a tiny bit of a nitpick, honestly. And we're talking about, you know, 20 years, right, in between... So you would yeah, think nineteen that, in between uh, Rogue One and Revenge of the Sith. Yeah, because Luke and Leia were nineteen years old in uh, A New Hope. Mm-hmm. But would you say that that's the same Vader that we got in Obi Wan, or even with Phoenix? Uh, Phoenix with the uh, Rebels. I would say yes. The, the The biggest issue that I had with Vader in uh, Rogue One, and this was this again, like Cam said, this is probably just a nitpick, and really, there's nothing that can be done about it. Uh, was the James Earl Jones has aged? Yeah, and and you can hear it in his voice, mm-hmm. and. So the voice sounded off to me, you know, and, and I mean, thankfully he didn't have a whole lot of, he just had that one scene with lines in it from, uh, uh, with, uh, with Krennic. 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 Yeah. Yeah. That was, the, I think that was the only scene where he had lines actually. Cause I think even at the end it was just the hallway scene and it was just Vader being Vader. And yeah. well, maybe he had a cold that day. Uh, his vo- the voice in Rogue One is better than the one in Kenobi, the AI generated one. Yeah, I really like the AI generated one, and the the reason I like the AI generated one, and I and I'll say this is because they incorporated Hayden's voice into it. 
So yeah. you could, you, yeah. you could, it, it was, it was a good blend of, and yeah, especially when he had his mask cracked mm -hmm. and everything. Uh, that's why I enjoyed that, that part of it. Yeah. It was going back and forth and, uh, he, he might've, I'm trying to think how many years between, mm -hmm. Uh, the Kenobi show and Revenge of the Sith. Ten. Not, nine or ten. Yeah. Nine or ten. Yeah. Because Luke yeah. and Leia are like. Yeah, Leia's like. Right. Nine. Okay. Yeah. yeah. If so, yeah, it's probably nine. Yeah. Yeah. And I think. I mean, he. I don't think. He might have been peak Vader at that time, but with him confronting Kenobi for the very first time we're talking raw emotions and um, him not handling it very well because even uh, Halpy makes that you know he points that out there at the end of the series about him you know you're 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 focusing on the wrong thing boy mm -hmm. <laughs> So, yeah, he was probably kind of peak, but not exactly peak as by the time we get to uh, Rogue One mm -hmm. or even Rebels. Yeah. Yeah, that, I think what, what I always imagined is that you had Lucas creating a villain that had so much potential to be even more villainous, but the show, the show, the movies were made for children or kids. And I think that if you were to have seen what we saw where can in Kenobi, well, if you would have seen the, the younglings back in the seven, like you just, I just don't know that it would have gone over <laughs> very well. Um, and kids would have been, wouldn't have watched because he was scary as crap. And then you got Kenobi where he, flat out just some kid like whoa and so it was always understood i think that he was this villainous creature but seeing some of this played out in the last 20 years has i think increased his uh fear factor if you will what are y'all's thoughts on that well first i have to disagree with biscardi in the background or in the chat oh Graham Vader? No. Biscardi, no. <laughs> oh, this was it. This was all together. Sorry. So they should have uh, done Vader as a hologram in one Rogue One, and then the hallway scene would have been even more amazing. Ow. Because he would have been killing all those guys as a hologram. Or do that you mean when he was talking to Kenrick or Krennic? Uh, Krennic yeah. as a hologram. And then seeing him live as in the hallway scene. Is that what you mean, Biscardi? Gonna have to respectfully disagree on that one. <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, Deb. Okay. You, so talking to Krennic okay. is as yeah. the hologram, and then because then the life. only time you see him live is when he's thrashing through. Uh, yeah, okay. All right. All I right. got you. Yeah. I respectfully agree I now. Do. <laughs> yeah but 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 think of it this way if we hadn't if if credit didn't go talk to him in person then we would not have had our first glimpse at vader's castle on mustafar uh, true. and 
you know, cinematography and all that kind of thing. Yeah, that was cool because we've only seen like concept art and whatnot as to what his. But see, he didn't like. appear to Krennic. Krennic came to him. He probably called Krennic. No, I think Krennic showed up unexpected. And if uh, if he wanted, if well, okay, so because well, then the guy say the director Krennic wishes to speak with you or something. I didn't mean to interrupt. Mm -hmm. everything, yeah, because Krennic went there to to uh, make sure that he was still in control of the Death Star and not Tarkin, because Tarkin was kind of moving in on his territory. Tarkin was making a power play. Heck yeah. yeah, get some Tarkin. So he wanted to go to the big guy and make sure. Uh, not the big guy yet. He, he go to the second command. He'll go right well, above Tarkin. Tarkin's not listening true. to him, so I'll go to Tarkin's boss. And if then Tarkin's boss doesn't listen, then I'll go to Vader's boss. Do you think he would have went to the Emperor? No. Hey, no, no way. No way. No way. He's not living to see another day. No. <laughs> <laughs> he goes to see the Emperor. Why are you bothering me with this? <laughs> I, I don't think that would have went over very well. Oh. With old Alpy. Skyline. Vader dives into the dark side with both. Yep. I think he's going to answer. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And we touched on that last uh, last, last week in the show. No, you're absolutely right. Um, the assistant to the assistant. <laughs> oh and God. what Krennic doesn't know is that. Uh, Harkin and, and Vader are, I mean, they're not buds, but they have great respect for each other and they work well together. So I don't think Krennic realized that because he's a dumbass. <laughs> he's only concerned with his own power and, you know. Aspirations. Yeah, his, his choking on his aspirations and moving up the ladder. That's all he's concerned about. He wants to make sure he gets credit. Dana, you got to get behind that. That is I great can't. dialogue right there. That is to total Vader dialogue. <sighs> He's like a bad dad. Like, I can't. <laughs> it's just <laughs> terrible. <laughs> and he didn't even know he was a dad at that point. So, you know, he should have known because that crap was falling out of his mouth. No. Uh, yeah. So one of the things I wanted to uh, touch on was, was future projects. And I think uh, the tie-in to that is the new Ahsoka. Um, series where you have in the world between worlds um, Anakin there and maybe it, uh, some of this may be outside of what my understanding is and I probably need to watch it all again Ahsoka but was that really his force ghost or was that in something that she manifested like Kylo Ren and Han nobody knows uh, that was a force ghost no because it wasn't glowing I'm going to go with that was kind of a, a, a manifestation of her subconscious. No. I have to disrespectfully disagree. <laughs> <Yeah>. oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that it wasn't, it was bad that it was Hayden. No, I don't mind that. I don't mind the fact that he was there. I just, I, I just don't call it as a force ghost. I call it as a, that was something that, she could relate to and that so that was something that she was manifested as so that she could see 
So she manifested it herself so she could convince herself she needed to live. That makes no sense. No. <laughs> no. It was it was uh, it was it was Annie. It was Anakin. So so I guess I'm not mistaken. I haven't seen anything about what I think everyone just kind of assumed it was a force ghost from what I was reading, but I I don't have it. I don't know what's going on. I mean I wanna be sorry, go ahead. I feel like some people are thinking it's like a later at some point in time dropped into the world between worlds. I, I don't know, honestly. So if he's the one, right? Really. And this whole father tie-in and, and everything, if that's all stuff we've already talked about, but if, if that's kind of the direction they're going, wouldn't he be able to slip in between? He has this more omnipotent, omniscient uh, uh, persona now that he can slip in and out of wherever. Just a thought. So I would I would think so, honestly. So what? What? Okay, if you're gonna call it that, and not a force ghost, what was Han Solo in the uh, Rise of Skywalker? Kylo Ren was having was, an he was having an anxiety attack or something. That boy was sick. that was Leia. <laughs> that oh. was Leia. Leia was dead. Leia was already dead. No, this like when Han was being manifested in uh -huh. on, yeah, Leia was, was dead. Yeah, Leia was already dead because he'd already been healed by. Uh, Ray and she took off with a ship, and that's when he had this crisis moment. But I, yeah, he totally manifested that to convince himself to do what he needed to do. Oh my I'm god! Just saying. Just saying. So so, so we know oh. we can do that, right? Anyone can do so that. So why that's couldn't Ahsoka have done the same thing? But I, think I, I totally disagree with that one too. That was that was Leia. The moment she dies is the moment she uses the rest of her force to manifest Han to confront um, Kylo. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. Damn it! I love it. That, that <laughs> actually that actually kind of makes sense because if you watch uh, the Force Awakens, she says. Oh, shush, I can agree with you sometimes. <laughs> but it uh, hardly ever happens. She, she says, well, she says, she tells Han, she says, if Luke, or he says, if Luke couldn't, if Luke couldn't save him, what makes you think I can? Luke is a Jedi and you're his father. So her doing that to say, dad's got to save him. That makes sense. I'll buy that. And and I I will have to respect. I'm not going to disrespectfully, but respectfully disagree, because I I she, it was like it's like ten minutes from the time she dies. Yeah, to yeah. The time it, that it was or longer because how long did it take Ray to run down, get into the ship, fly off after she had already stabbed him when he was distracted and then healed him and whatever. Like that's that's a long time to be just waiting to force project something but i i didn't write I mean, it i mean in the last shit i didn't luke was force projecting for a That's whatever he true. was doing for a good period of time yeah, so, and then dies because he was tired it's too much uh no that was explained in the last jedi he said are you doing this because the 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 effort alone would kill you Yep. 
I mean, being able to physically manipulate from being a force apparition from that, uh, like, that's insane. Like, clear across the galaxy. I mean, who knows how many light years they were away. The amount of, uh, I guess, wisdom, knowledge, power that you would have to have in the force and the amount of control over the force to be able to do something like that yeah that's like a nihilist moment like you you you'd have to suck the life force out of somebody else cuz you you're literally expending everything you have to make that happen and i say manipulate in uh in that in that space because yes he moved his foot and it didn't move the salt right and we were like oh but he also dropped the um which call it the dice in her hand. Now the dice ended up disappearing later, but that was something that uh, Kylo actually was able to look like uh, it was insane. So just to be able to even manifest a piece of something to touch, I couldn't imagine what that would have taken. So yeah, I, well, think I mean, the way he interacted with Leia, I mean, he even kissed her on the forehead. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the lightsaber. Well, if you if you if you think about it, though, I mean, re- really, we're all just a bunch of molecules, and we don't we don't really exist. The molecules just touch each other. So if he could manipulate the force enough to where he could create that that molecule, and then the fact that Kylo comes up to him at the end and just stabs him, and it doesn't do anything, he just, he just keeps stabbing him, and it's like at that point he's losing. You know, he's not losing his connection. He's just kind of like the the the, the signal's fading at that point. Yeah. So. Yeah, the Wi-Fi's going out. Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> what I wanted to kind of talk a little bit about tonight as well is the future state of Vader. Um, I think we can all agree that having more Vader content is cool, but I'm sure we can all agree that having too much and saturation, and if it's just dumb, it's not worth it. And of everything, Star Wars for me, anyway, is don't don't mess with Vader. Like, be very intentional with him. What are y'all's thoughts? If they do that, I I think I think the book of Boba Fett did did the same thing with Boba Fett to where, you know, Boba Fett was such a, everybody loved Boba Fett, even though he was on, on screen in the original three movies for like seven minutes. Yeah. And he had like three lines, four lines, something like that. So for, and, but he was, he was still this, Oh my gosh, everybody wanted to be him and everybody wanted to be like him. And then you get the Mandalorian season two and he comes back and he's, he puts his armor on and he's, I mean, just kicks the crap out of all of those. And it's like, yes, this is the Boba Fett we wanted to see. But again, it was a very small dose. It wasn't. And then you had the book of Boba Fett. And you're like, oh, God, what did they do? Yeah. We, yeah, so, I think I think that was their mistake was. I mean, I don't get me wrong. I liked the backstory of, you know, how he got out of the Sarlacc pit and how he lived with the, the, Ra- the Tusken Raiders and all that. But then they kind of stayed with it too long. And it was like, okay, you know, people don't want to see that. They want to see him like they seen him in the Mandalorian where he's just kicking ass and taking names. 
that's what they want to see. They want to see him being the badass that he is. Right. Which is why Vader works so well in Rogue mm -hmm. One. Because you had the one scene where he talked to Krennic. And then you had the scene that was like everybody's favorite where it was Vader being Vader. Mm -hmm. And it was like just two minutes of Vader walking down a hallway slaughtering people. And I think, again, the same thing with Kenobi where if he had been the 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 main bad all the way through Kenobi, it we would have we would have lost something there. Yeah. Uh, that's that's why the night the the uh, the the sister the the Inquisitor was put in so that we could we knew Vader was there and we knew he was kind of looming in the back and he was going to pop up here and there, but we didn't know when. It was it was always the Inquisitor. So. Mm -hmm. uh, buried in Vader comics. Yeah, there there's. I, gosh, and I was reading them for a while uh, for the first couple of years after that latest series came out. But but yeah, Anakin can always come back, teach Ahsoka, and that... He's not going to teach Ben, though. Hmm? This is, I don't think he's going to teach Ben because mm. in the last film, Palpatine's like, I've been every voice, and he goes through all the voices. This is kind of, yeah. the, gripe I, this is kind of the gripe I have with the I loved episode five of Ahsoka. I felt like I was a kid again with Hayden and all that stuff. But him being on Peridia as a force ghost and then his nephew is being manipulated by the dark side. And, and he doesn't... Essentially, like, Vader doesn't... If we're going off of what we're getting in the Ahsoka show, Vader doesn't care about his current family. Yeah. I mean, I'm reading the book and he comes to Luke and it's... I, I was telling Dana earlier, I'm reading the Shadow of the Sith book. It's all right. But, like, it just doesn't make any sense, kind of. Like, he wouldn't come back and train Ben because he lets Ben be manipulated by Palpatine. Yeah. I mean, he. that's kind of the gripe I have with him coming back and being there for Ahsoka, you know. But it just doesn't make any sense, kind of the way. Well, he has more of a connection with Ahsoka than he does... Yeah, because he died before Ben was even born. I mean, the only connection he has is, is blood. name, blood. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, in this book, it's saying a big evil's coming, Luke, and it's supposed to make things make more sense. But I'm not seeing how it makes things make more. <laughs> Are sense. Are you done reading the book? <laughs> I'm halfway done. Well, I'll finish the book and then you can talk about it. Have you read it, David? I haven't. Oh. I'm just making a. That's just a <laughs> lo logical fallacy. I don't. I don't think it's going to. Because I already know it happens. I don't think it's going to make anything make more sense. But I'm hopeful it does. The problem is, is they can't bring Ben back. They, uh, Skywalker. If they bring Ben back, it would make more sense to me. The problem is, is they can't, and that's because. Adam. Well, no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about that Force vampire that. Killed him, <laughs> dude. Oh, she was evil. And that was a movie called Life Force back in the eighties. Uh, the space vampire women things, and it—that's what I thought of. It's like that moment. Well, and it, it all made sense. I've always had this theory that that you know, because Ray is a Palpatine. Um, she says, and this all is Rise of Skywalker. All of this is Rise of Skywalker. She heals the snake, and she says, I gave it a little bit of my, I transferred a little bit of my life force to it. 
oh, so you're you're basically I gave it a year of my life. I think of the, the scene from Princess Bride. I just took two years of your life. Mm-hmm. Tell me how that feels. But um, but then uh, Palpatine decide discovers, hey, I can suck I can suck the life force out of these guys and regenerate myself. And that's what he starts doing. He starts rebuilding. He looks at his hands. He's like, oh, okay, let's do this. And he's basically sucking the life force out of them. Ray, being a Palpatine, just saying, she it's in her blood. Obviously, she would probably be attuned to that skill. Mm. Ben heals. Well, no, no, check this out. Ben <laughs> heals her. Ben heals her. And she says, oh, he gave me some of his life. I want more. She kisses him and sucks the rest of the life out of him. That's why he died. I she, think you mix it up. That's poison ivy. Uh, dead math. No, okay. You're totally uh, a kiss I, is a kiss. I, you know, I think you're onto something there. And uh, I, no. I, I, no. I, I think no. she's evil. I do not believe <laughs> uh, the intent was there, what you're describing. But that's well, kind yeah, of, makes I sense. see how it plays out like that. And it but, makes you know, perfect Palpatine sense. ends up finding out the secret in the end that he and Vader had been looking for the whole time of prolonging life and all of this. So when, when you look at it, that that was Palpatine's quest was eternal life the whole time. And he finally figures it out. I, maybe there is something to that, David. There, this whole Ray movie is going to be about her taking on students, but there's never any Jedi. And people are like, why do we keep sending you kids as students? And there's an, because she's sucking the life force That's out of right. them so she can live forever. It's like a whole Highlander thing. That there can be only one. one. <laughs> Man, give me some dark side Ray. Heck yeah. Yeah. Cam, you're like, we went off the rails. You're not you're not you're not buying into it, huh? I'm not buying I'm not buying into it. I'm not buying into it. I can't. Oh my goodness. Um, so I mean, you know, w- when what we're talking about though is I, I think trying to be careful, right? Um, and I, I don't know how much caution they're gonna throw to the wind. There's been rumors about you know a, a later centric type piece at some point. I think what they've done with the video games and how they have him as the main villain in the Vader Immortal series, for instance, it's done really well. You only see him a handful of times, and when you do, it's in VR and it scares out of you because he's so big and like he's ginormous um so i think as long as they're doing that kind of stuff i'm gonna be pretty much okay i just i don't want them to because it had such a great reaction from the fans this last with ahsoka i'm just worried they're gonna go to that well i don't know it just depends on who they who they got doing whatever they decide to do with him honestly as far as story goes, that that's yeah. that's the big thing. Is I don't know. I don't. I don't think. I mean, while there were great scenes in Kenobi, I don't. What was Deborah Chow? I don't. Ooh. I don't think she understood Vader and Kenobi's relationship. Of course, when the writer on the show hadn't even seen Revenge of the Sith, it's kind of hard to, I guess, understand the dynamic. That's like it's it, it's almost like it's. With Fader, because he is a because he is the bad guy, you know. You you want the movie to, Friday the Thirteenth? Jason was not on screen the entire time. 
Mm-hmm. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Uh, what's his name? Freddy Krueger wasn't there the entire time. The bad guy's not supposed to be there the entire time. And if you're going to sit there and throw out a movie or a show, I can't. I couldn't stand it when uh, Disney did. Uh, they did what Maleficent, and then they did uh, Cruella. Cruella Deville, and it was like. I don't want to see a show about the bad. Don't make me root for the bad guys. They're the bad guys. Or like what they're doing with Venom and the Spider-Verse and all this Spider-Verse movies they're trying to make with without Spider-Man. All the, all the, all the Spider-Man villains are good guys, but... Yeah, it's like, no, a villain's a, villain's a villain. Vader's yeah. clearly a villain. There's just certain things... Oh, no, let's where... talk about intent, gentlemen. No. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, peace. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't think they know what they're doing with certain stuff. I think they so, just need to leave leave Vader as it is to where yeah. he's. I, I hate saying like like side character because he's not really a side character. He's kind of the crux of the whole thing, but to where he's he's there, but we don't need to see him to know that he's there. Mm-hmm. So, so we're we're. I don't. I don't want to uh, blend this, I guess, or blur the lines. But when you have Anakin making appearances versus Vader making appearances, is that different, and why? Yes, because Anakin's the hero. Bring Hayden back all all day long. Bring him back as as Anakin all day long. That's fine. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to bring him back as Anakin, and then. Like they did, like they did in, uh, uh, well, not not in Ahsoka, but um, yeah, like they did in Ahsoka, bring him back and have him do a whole thing as Anakin, and then maybe just a little bit as Darth Vader and Anakin Force Ghost kind of explaining this is why this happened, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. Yeah. So that would make too much. Yeah, sense. I mean, even if, uh, yeah, I I don't know if we're. Getting a season two of Ahsoka. I mean, everybody says there I is, better. but I've yet to see anything official. But um, him, the way that, that thing ended, it needed another one. Him appearing to her and giving her examples, you know, going back to the Clone Wars, which I absolutely loved seeing live action Clone Wars Anakin. That was awesome. Yeah, if they could keep doing that type of thing. Like you said, Dave, like, you know, flashbacks, only it's live action or whatever, and saying, you know, this is why I did this, and I was either right or I was wrong or whatever. Yeah, I'm I'm all, I'm all for more Hayden. Y'all know I love Hayden, so and I mean, he said even, he's he okay. says he's willing to come back as much as they want him. So even 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 him appearing, because I mean we've had Luke. We've had Luke appear now in The Mandalorian and in the Book of Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. He's he's trying to start his own uh, Jedi training facilities, Jedi Academy. And so him coming to Luke and making an appearance with Luke saying, this is how you do it. Here's how you set things up. Yeah. Yeah, which that, that, that's that's my that's like my problem. Like, I would like to see that. But we know what happens at. Yeah. After and it doesn't like <laughs> it doesn't matter. He fails. They all fail. That's his, it, it, his, it, his, his grandson's worshiping a Vader helmet, telling him, <laughs> "I'll finish what you started." Like my guy, appear to your grandson or some like you know what I'm saying, like something. But 
now, now, if you're gonna, if you notice, uh, I don't, if you read *Heir to the Empire*, if you read the book, okay, the I think it was the second chapter. Obi Wan appears to Luke and says, "I can't, I can't follow you around anymore." He's the chosen been, one. It's it's been too many years. Uh, it doesn't matter. It's been too many years. Um, I, I I mean, it's been five years after *Return of the Jedi*, but I've got to go on and join the force and blah, blah, blah. So maybe they do something like that. I mean, they've been pulling stuff from legends and using it in some of the sequel stuff. So even if they pulled something like that and said, why didn't, and you can say, why didn't Hayden appear to him? Well, because Hayden's force ghost had moved on at that point. So he was part of the, he was, yeah, exactly. It timed out as part of the, he's part of the force now. So, well, and the other thing is you got to think of destiny or fate that was Ky- Kylo's destiny and his fate. That, I mean, you can't have a force ghost come in and, and say, oh, no, you can't do that. That's not mm-hmm. who you think you're talking to. That's that's Snoke or that's Palpatine. You know, you can't have these ghosts coming in and saving them every single time because then what's the point? Then they don't learn. That's right. If you so, kill them, they don't learn nothing. Yeah, they gotta, they got, and it's like with our own kids, you, you know, you gotta let them learn their own mistakes and, well, make their own mistakes and learn from their mistakes. So now you can be there and say, you might not want to do that and kind of help poke them in the right direction. But, but eventually, I mean, it really does boil down to they've gotta, they make their own choices. So just make, made more sense if Jake Skywalker hadn't tried to assassinate his nephew, I guess that probably would have (laughs) helped. Yeah, I just again I can't imagine him doing that. Um, <laughs> so do you think with Boba Fett, from what I was hopefully understanding, David, is they went a little too far when they went with the book of Boba Fett and they kind of stretched and milked that a little bit. And I think that's what I don't. And I understand that's what you were kind of getting at there. Yeah, I think they should have made the book of Boba Fett. Um, I think they should have done just a, like a movie on it. Yeah. Just basically had him escaping from the Sarlacc and then stepping in and taking over, ste- stepping in and, and conquering Jabba's minions or whatever and taking over his. It, it should have ended with him ascending the throne of Jabba and then that's it. You know, yeah. we don't we don't need to know. Oh, well. Here comes the bear, and he's supposed to be paying me tribute. And here comes this guy, oh, and he's. Yeah. I was like, "You're not a crime lord; you're a magistrate." So, yes. <laughs> quit calling yourself that. Yeah. So I think that's what I'm afraid of. Um, with the way that fans' reaction was to Anakin, with all of us losing our mind with Vader, any Vader we get, uh, I just I hope that they. They just release it slowly. Let us have the bits. And, you know, one of the things I had in the outline was talking about uh, video games. You know, we've got Outlaw coming um, soon next next year or this year, 2024, right? Um, late, late, 20, late 2024. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, I, what is the time frame on that game? Is that fall within the timeline? Is that fall within Vader's realm? And if so, could we see some side quest, something where you're having to get jacked up by Vader. <laughs> um, you're an it, outlaw, right? 
So it, take, it said it takes place between Empire and Jedi, so kind of in his time period. Oh. Yeah, so we could get some Vader in that, perhaps. There was a lot of cool stuff that they did with that Star Wars Galaxies game. Uh, they would have, of course, Life Day. Hmm. But they also had, uh, like, where you could see Vader, or you could see Wedge, or you could see Leia and all these main characters. They would come in at certain times of the day or the month, and you would have these missions with them. It was really sweet. Um, Galaxies. Yeah, Star Wars Galaxies. Yeah. MMORPG one? Yeah, like 2000-something. Probably the only Star Wars game outside of X-Wing. I attempted to play that when that came out in... The '90s or whatever, and I failed horribly. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, Star Wars Galaxy. Yeah, I could I could have played that forever. Oh yeah, I played it right up till they Sony shut it down. It was so. I fun. thought they reopened it. Uh, there's an EM, a couple of EM, there's a couple of servers. There's one EMU server that I played on a little bit. Um, that went back to the old way before they changed it to be more like WoW, the NGE before- game experience. Before the dark times, before, before the, the yeah, that was the dark times, man. We got real pissed, <laughs> all of us, man. We were mad uh, because then it was like anyone could be a Jedi. There was no, it was just a level. Everybody was either a Jedi or Boba Fett. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Is that Travis? Uh, newer Marvel run. They reveal some. Some worship Vader as God of Sorts, having. Oh, yeah. That would be cool. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, Galaxies. <laughs> Horrendous cover art in the game. Absolutely, it was terrible. Um, I tried playing on that EMU server a couple times. It's fun. Um, but yeah, I point of that being, you know, I mentioned Immor- Vader Immortal, uh, but that's kind of centered around him. Uh, even in the video games with Starkiller... He was a, an essential part of the game with the story, and but you only fought him like twice in the game. Like, so I think using him smart, intelligently would be absolutely great for for Lucas, but for Lucasfilm. Uh, but I just I I, I don't trust them that they're not going to oversaturate it. That's where I'm at. I think, I think how the Jedi games portrayed him were really well. Um, I know some people had a gripe with the seer fight in the second game, but it kind of made sense to me. Um, Which game was that? I'm sorry. Jedi Survivor and Jedi oh. Fallen Order. Yeah. I think the way he's portrayed in those is really good. Um, I, I, I played through like the first three levels of the first one. Oh. And I, I own the games. I just haven't played them. Oh. Man, older you get, Cam, your, your time just goes elsewhere. I'm getting it in while I can. Better, <laughs> you know, my son doing the uh, the Overwatch thing, so I, I'm trying to learn to play Overwatch and I'm terrible at it. So I, oh, I appreciate God. it, Zane. I know you're, you're probably watching or not. Um, <laughs> he didn't have a camera, he was like, I don't have a camera, I can't join. He's staying, staying over at his ma's. So, um, but uh, sorry, so off track. Sorry, uh, so let's let's talk one more little bit here about. Uh, future. If you were writing for Lucas art, film, whatever, 
it is now. And you could investigate and come up with or fund a story about Vader, what would you want to see? And that could be in a book or in a movie. What would you want to see? I'll start just to give you an example because I think this is cool. Um, I want to see um, training, some way, some form of training from Palpatine. How did he train Vader when Vader's like a half a robot or whatever? Not full-on robot, mostly like Grievous where he could do all the crazy stuff. Like, that's what I would want to see or read about. Now, there is some of that in the book we were talking about in pre-show. I can't remember the name of it again. Uh, Palpatine and Vader, there's a lot of, but it's more philosophical, right? And it's strategizing and it's that kind of teaching, not really in-depth force uh, force teaching. So that's something I'd like to see or, or have more expanded on. How about you, Debbie? Um, gee, I, I don't know, because like, you, as much as I love Hayden, or even if, if he's playing Anakin or, or Vader, I don't, you just got to be so careful, and it's been said already, but you got to be so careful not to oversaturate, but um, <clears throat> now I, I haven't read the comics um, I, I know I, I think I started reading at one point and for some reason I, I, you know, life got in the way, but, uh, I started reading the Afra series. Oh yeah. Yes. And, um, you know, I, I don't, I, I think I read the first one or two comics on that. I don't know where it leads, but, you know, just him working with That's someone right. else or whatever. I don't know what she was it, she kind of came to me, and I don't know if this is true. She kind of came off like a Indiana Jones type person finding artifacts. Uh, artifacts art, art, yeah. So I don't know. It's just I, I think it's better to have Vader slash Anakin in bits and pieces. Like mm -hmm. if it's a if it's a series, you know, just one or two episodes. Um books i don't mind having a full-fledged vader book because mm -hmm. when i read it if it's vader i hear james earl jones in my yeah. head if it's anakin i hear you know hayden's voice so matt, matt lancer no uh <laughs> i mean Travis, he's getting in rebels this. or not rebels but um clone wars but yeah i just i always hear hayden if it's anakin so um, that's a good point. The weeks leading up to Return of the Jedi, uh, him on the verge of life, thank you, Travis. And then the follow-up to that, uh, the last ride of Anakin Skywalker. Uh, <laughs> last time. I, I, I don't know. Who knows? Like, <laughs> he, then he could free the enslaved people. And Here, yeah. here's, here's, here's the problem with that. And, and actually watching, watching the original trilogy just recently, I, I kind of uh, determined this. In Empire, when they go to Hoth, Vader is on the ground with the troops. He's infiltrating the base. He sees the Millennium Falcon take off, all that other stuff. In Jedi, when 
Luke surrenders. He's down on Endor. He's with the troops. He's hanging out. You know, I'll take you to my master, blah, 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 blah. In A New Hope. We're going to have to destroy them ship to ship, get the crews to their fighters. I'm going to get out there and go fight with them. Go find the droids on Tatooine. Uh, you see to it personally, Commander. <laughs> you go down there. I'm not, that's a lot of sand down there. I'm not going to do that. Lucas I, I knew just, what he was doing before it even happened. I know. That's fantastic. I just had a thought. Because I, I would really love to see this. Especially if it's done correctly and adapted like it is in the book, and that's the Thrawn series where Anakin and Thrawn work together, and then as Vader, Thrawn knows who it is. I don't know if you guys have read no, those, the newest books. That I would love to see a live action. Because then you get Hayden as Anakin and Vader. Yeah. Yeah, I like I forget um, the name of those books, but there there was a there's a book that was written. It's one of my favorites, and it's a Legends now, unfortunately. But uh, Darth Vader: Rise of the Dark Lord, mm. and it it takes place right after um, Revenge of the Sith, and so it's a lot of Anakin getting used to his uh his bionic arms and legs and everything. He's hunting Jedi, which was great. That's, that's what I want to see. I want to see Vader, you know, hunt down and destroy the Jedi. Mm -hmm. That's what I want. That's what I want to see. Yeah. Cameron. Uh, honestly, I was, I agree with Darth Zane. That was going to be my first, but honestly, Travis kind of throwing that out there kind of weeks leading up to Turn of the Jedi would be actually kind of cool. Maybe get like a side by side of maybe Luke training to a certain extent and Vader two in a way, you know, kind of side by side of leading up to events of how we know play out. <laughs> so, heck yeah, yeah. If we uh, if we were all writers, we wouldn't be on this podcast, and we would have our own. Well, we we all know Dave Filoni watches and gets ideas. One hundred percent, Dave. If we know you're watching, there's some ideas we're kicking out to you. Go for it. Yeah, but the thing is, and I, they bring in these people like I, I think it was Cam who mentioned it. Um, I think it was for the Kenobi series where they hadn't even seen Return or Revenge of the Sith, and it's like. Why are you bringing in people who don't know the story? The story yeah. that's that's on film. Hello. It, ta know? it literally takes two and a half hours out of your life. Go watch the movie and then direct the, the episode. Or if you haven't seen it, have people do research for you. Hello. I mean, Hello? it's it's that's honestly my biggest gripe with Lucasfilm as a whole and Dane and I and Strain a few episodes back when we were talking about the Acolyte, too. It's just these people that are a part of these shows just say things, and you're just like, have you watched anything? Like, have you watched any Star Wars? I mean, just watch six films, and why are you why are you saying these things? Just Have they, you even seen a trailer for this? these movies? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I just, I just I have, sadly, no faith in Lucasfilm to actually put people on the project that are 
one, know what they're doing, but two, are passionate. You know, it's kind of like the video I sent Dana, the new Clone Wars Battle of the Heroes animation. Like, it honestly felt like I was watching the fight again for the first time. You could just kind of feel, like, the passion behind the people that animated it. It took them, like, three-plus years. And There's tons of fan films on YouTube where you get that feel of watching Star Wars again for the first time and actually feel like the people behind it love what they're producing and give it to the fans. Yeah. Heck yeah. This. Writing Kenobi felt like people knew the plot. Yeah. yeah. It makes no sense why Kenobi lets him live at the end of their second fight. Makes absolutely no sense why he doesn't just kill Jedi him. Jedi don't kill. Oh, whatever. <laughs> they were killing in the Clone Wars, but they were droids, so it's fine. <laughs> they weren't killing. They were just destroying droids. Yeah, just destroying droids. I don't know. I, li- I like that whole scene with uh, uh, Obi and, and Anakin slash Vader. I yeah, liked it. I, I mean, I like the scene, too. It just doesn't make any sense as to why he lets him live. when. Well, then clearly. he wouldn't I, have, I shouldn't have, have I shouldn't have done that. He was an unarmed assailant. They took yeah. your, they took your, he took your arm. You got revenge. There's a lot about that series that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So, his fate will be the same as ours. And they all three of them died on the Death Star. Yep. In some form or another. Pretty interesting. You think that was on purpose? Yes, absolutely. I think a lot of crap just happened to work out for Lucas and some of this, man. I unless you had the like force a whole, was with him. Yes, a whole continuity was... team, and then a secondary continuity team, and it's there's still crap that gets passed that we're like, what? What happened? Well, and even Filoni's not perfect. I mean, True. if you watch Sam Witwer interviews. Which, oh, by the way, Sam, I love you. Um, he had, I forget what it is, but Sam had to point out it was, it was, a, it was Padme a, and Padme's mom, yeah, Shami, well, and introducing Padme to Shami, right? So it's like they're, you know, they're not perfect, mm-hmm. but when you have super fans like Sam Witwer, who knows freaking Star Wars inside and out and backwards and forwards and sideways, you know, pointing something out to Dave Filoni that knows Star Wars backwards and forwards and upside down and sideways. So it's like, why don't you employ people who know this stuff like the back of their hand? I mean, I'm right here. Dave Filoni. The name of the show is the Sith Dominion. Guys, we're all here. Listen, Filoni, we're at your disposal. All of us, one of us, none of us. Between no. all of us, we could probably, you know, we could crack out a good, good movie or two. Yeah. Oh, it looks like Zane's trying to join now. No, I'm just. <laughs> <He's> like, <"Hold laughs> on. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Um, what else do we got tonight? Oh, I have a friend that I went to, uh, like, uh, church camp with. I she was a. I was a counselor. She was a, a kid that kind of grew up there, and I grew up there too. Anyways, there's a new show on that <coughs> I was supposed to tell everyone to go watch that after our show on Hulu tomorrow, but it's on, I don't know, it's called The Floor. It's got your boy uh, Rob Lowe in it. 
He's the host. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's it the, the floor. floor. I, I've seen the previews for it. Yeah. What is here? I'll show you the I'll show you the little thingy thing here. But I have to be careful what I share. Here we go. Share. Screen. We're gonna get copyrighted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for showing a commercial. Yeah. So the floor is the name of the series. This is Stephanie. I hope you listen, Stephanie. Hi. Um yeah, and she's on this the very first, I guess, season of this show. So nice. it's essentially a uh, trivia show, and the trivia show, uh, the floor lights up when you get it right. But then it's also kind of like that old game where you put the marbles and you capture, you know, take over the whole board with your marbles. Othello. You gotta, yeah, there you go. But it's like a ton of people, and you may not get a question for you know three days and then you finally get a question and now you get to take half the board because you beat the dude like it's that kind of stuff i don't know i'm looking forward to seeing it check it out um i don't know what channel it's on but it is going to be on hulu so it's one of those channels that are on hulu uh what else oh are y'all shows coming back this week or next week next week on monday monday we'll be back with mcu mondays we're talking about what if the whole second season so that we can go into echo the next week. And then, um, uh, cantina happy hours next Thursday. We kick back off. We're talking about the Ewok movies. Well, the first Ewok movie. Yes. Y'all let me know if you need someone to jump in. (laughs) (laughs) I got plenty to say. (laughs) What? That was a good movie. Have you watched it yet, Debbie? Oh, okay. Yeah, I've had three weeks and I haven't watched it. So <laughs> that's what I was it. asking you. Uh, I think it was today. I was asking, or maybe it was yesterday. I was asking, <laughs> are we are we, we're, are we back tomorrow? Because I need to watch right. this movie. <laughs> yeah, I need to watch it and take notes. Cameron, you see those movies? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sugarcoat it now. Tell us yeah. how you really feel. Uh, not a fan. Oh, come on. They're fun. <laughs> yeah, they're fun, but. Good popcorn movies. No, did that really happen, Travis? That's insane. What? Wait a minute. That sounds vaguely familiar. Really? I had not heard that. There were a bunch Freddie of people Jr. that read yeah, those. For those of you in audio world, Freddie Prince Jr. said uh, one of the Kenobi scripts ended with Kenobi and Vader on Tatooine, both being kidnapped by Tuscans, both teaming up to fight them off. You, See, you can't you can't do that now because the Tuscans through the Mandalorian and the Boba Fett series, you kind of find out that they're mm-hmm. they're not really bad. They're they're just living their lives. Misunderstood. Yeah. There were some people that read the movie script that said it was one of the best scripts they'd ever they'd ever read. And it what included that scene because I can't imagine anybody kidnapping Vader. No. I don't think it, I don't think it included that, but oh, one okay. of the one of the earlier scripts when they when it was supposed to be, a movie, <laughs> supposed to be really good. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they were a very uh, dominating team. They they made that very clear in in the movies that the two of them together. You'll need me on this one, Master. I know. Oh, I'm, even I'm, even in the even in the Clone Wars TV show, it was like. I can't even. How many times did they? Oh my gosh, it's Kenobi! Oh crap, Anakin's with him. We're screwed. Yep. We're just yep. gonna give up now. 
Yep. So. All right. Well, uh, we. Oh wait, is there Saturday? Do we know if uh, Heat Gauntlet's on? Don't know. Don't know. Don't I well, do I, know that in oh, in about in about twenty days, I'm going to be at uh, Lego Brick Fest in Dallas. What? No, way. he's going to be in heaven. It'll, it's going to be awesome. All kinds of fun. We're going to have a blast out there. So y'all awesome. come out and see us. Awesome. We got. Uh, Aggie Con coming up next month. I need to reach back out to you folks at Aggie Con. Please watch the show. We'll talk about you the all, all the time. All the time. Um, we talked about you whenever we went to the other con here in Bryan. So, or in College Station. That's coming up in about a month. So, I'll be covering that for GNN also. And then, what? What? I gotta it's look into here. this, man. I, seriously, he's making this up. Is this I on Reddit or something? It's a fan a... fiction. It's gotta be a Come fan on. fiction. I gotta look at that. Uh, after Vader and Ben beat each other, Vader's helmet being off so he can't breathe, then Uncle Owen shoots him at the end. What? 2016 script. We're gonna have to look that up. Yeah. We're gonna stick a pin in that. It's now official internet record. We're gonna have to check that out. Oh, Freddie really? Prince interview with Collider. All right, we'll it check just on. Sounds that. hinky. Sounds weird. It sounds like a YouTube fan fiction. So uh, we so Dominion will be off next week. Uh, I've got to take some time off. I've been doing this through the holidays. Uh, just I've been keeping the whole channel afloat, doing shows. Oh, and Cam, uh, I was I was I was daily stuff on in December. You were, yes, we had the Advent calendar and uh, Lego Advent. It was so fun. Uh, Lego build every every day. every day, every day. Um, yeah, I don't know what else you guys got for tonight. Are we good? I think we're good. All right. So I don't know what we're going to talk about in two weeks. I don't know who's going to be on the show. Whether it's going to be all these people, none of these people, two of these people, who knows? Uh, but I will be here for sure. Uh, depends on the topic, whether I'll be here or not. <laughs> Maybe. Go watch The Floor and my friend Stephanie. Uh, it's on Hulu. Check out that game show. It is syndicated on whatever, ABC, NBC, I don't know, something like that, too. Uh, thank you all for watching. Thank you all for uh, sticking with us through the holiday and, and getting the views over the holiday. That was you almost have been really bored, uh, but we are appreciative. And go check out geeknewsnow.net and check out all the other uh, things we have to offer. There's tons of podcasts and articles and everything from Star Trek to Star Wars to anime and everything in between. So with that, thank you, Cam. Thank you, Debbie. And thank you, Darth Zane, a.k.a. David. And remember, kids, peace is a lie. There's only passion. Good night.